We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. Broadcasting live from Las Vegas, Nevada for the first time. Uh, I am uh, Chris Kirkwood, your host. Screen name Kirk Dees with my boy Brian Jester, co-host. Uh, head honcho at Occupy Fantasy. Uh, Court Jester's the man just had a good, good overall week, I think, in DFS, if I'm not mistaken. I saw some screenshots floating around Twitter. Um, so, uh Good job last week, but we're on here uh, for for week fourteen. But yeah, what what went 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 your way last week? What's up, man? Yeah, uh, good to be here. Uh, had some uh, some showdown success, and uh, yeah, it's not officially a good DFS week unless you post a screenshot on Twitter. So uh, I think that qualified. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy to to do the show with you. And uh, you know, you said you're out in Vegas, so uh, I know you're excited for UFC tomorrow and all that good stuff. And uh, I just hope the the Wi-Fi in Vegas uh, makes it for the next thirty or forty five minutes for you. Yeah, uh, maybe it will be even shorter, hopefully. But <laughs> yeah, so I'm in Vegas this week. Uh, so I'm going to be a little light on my research for sure. Looked over things, but that's where I'm leaning on. This is the this is the Brian Jester week for anybody who's been, been following us every week. So he is the one to blame. If you have a bad week this week, you just light him up on Twitter. Um, if uh, you crush this week, you know, give him, give him props. But uh, anyways, um, first off, let's... Uh, Get the housekeeping out of the way. So this is presented by Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo is the place to be to play for for DFS. Uh, I play most of my action on Yahoo DFS. I'm in Vegas right now because I want a Vegas trip from Yahoo and DFS. Um, so thank you Yahoo. But anyways, uh, they got the million dollar baller, um, which is the best tournament in DFS. It is twenty dollars to enter, two hundred k overlay every single week. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's like every single week. It 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 has been every single week this season. So I'm just assuming they're continuing that going forward. But if not, it's just been a crazy run of the the most plus EV tournament to be playing in. Negative twenty five percent management fee. They are literally putting two hundred thousand dollars in the pot and not making money on this tournament every single week. So if you have uh, just 20 bucks of DFS entries that you're going to play, play one entry in this. If you can afford to max enter it for 3K, max enter this. Um, anything in between, play this tournament. It, it is the best. They also have the single game tournaments, which uh, I've done pretty well on, which I've liked uh, on uh, Thursday night, Sunday night for the big game, and Monday night football. 
Um, so a lot of new players over there. So get in. Uh, if you haven't signed up yet, use code Grinders. Um, I think it's is that is that what Grinders it's twenty five is the code twenty five. Thank you. And my, my so I'm in Vegas. My brain is melted. Um, I've been gambling all night, um, but you know that's that's the way we do it. Um, so, anyways, we've got uh, week fourteen. We've got eleven games. It's pretty weird looking slate for me from like a total standpoint, at least we only have, you know, first off we've had like COVID reports and all that stuff. Like, so it's been kind of a hectic news week. Um, it's kind of calmed down a little bit uh, recently, but um, we, you know, we don't have many high point totals. We did have, um, uh, we do have the one, one marquee game, which is a 53 and a half point total. And then every, the next highest is 48 and a half points. So the highest total is the bills at the bucks or the Tampa's minus three points. Um, Bills are coming off of their loss to the Pats, 53-and-a-half-point total. Bills are now getting, uh, you know, everyone's been blaming the weather, I guess, for that New England win. Uh, I I bet New England pretty heavily that night. I like that. But uh, they at least get to – they don't have that excuse this week. They are going to Tampa where the weather will be nice. So that should at least be conducive for some fantasy points. Um, so that should be the marquee game. Then there's the 49ers at the Bengals, which is coming in at 40 and a half points minus two uh, for the Bengals. Um, that game could be pretty juicy. Then there's two 48 point total games, Dallas at Washington football team. Dallas is minus six, uh, 48 point total there. And then we've got the, the Raiders uh, traveling to KC where KC's 10 point favorites with a 48 point total. That total was up to 53 to start the week it has come down five points we were talking about it pre-show we think it's because of Darren Waller now looking unlikely to play and the combination uh the combination of uh heavy winds 15 mile per hour winds in that game so uh maybe you know it's a good running matchup for Josh Jacobs and you know maybe they lean on uh, CEH in this one and this game may not even be very competitive either so thinking that's probably why but yeah and then there's just a bunch of other games right that have low totals but uh how is the slate looking to you at first glance oh man pretty gross we have so many 42 43 point totals and then uh some of these other games at 48 and a half points that have some some issues with them and some warts uh, i obviously am excited for the 53 and a half point total game and after that win game with buffalo in new england i would not be surprised if buffalo just passes literally every single play in this game right they've shown that uh, they'll pass more against teams that are bad against the pass or the, they won't run against run or teams that are good against the run. And I think everyone knows Tampa Bay's success versus running backs in, in the run game. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if we see Josh Allen with like 50 pass attempts in this game. So I think obviously that's going to be the game that we want to target. Yep, uh, I agree. Um, and the Bills certainly need to win. Uh, the Bucks are rolling, rolling along here. Got a... Uh, Lenny, you know, so it's funny. I thought Lenny crushed me again in the beginning of the slate, like last slate. So I had the I had the worst first half of last week's slate. Um, I ended up breaking even, but like the first thing was like I was like, oh great, I'm bare. I faded Jonathan Taylor, and he went nuts right off the bat, and Lenny went nuts right off the bat, and I was like, oh my god, Lenny again. And I was like, well, this dude, right? And then at least he he cooled. Like everybody kind of ended up getting there anyway. Uh, I got saved by a ceiling game from uh, George Kittle, which is what was, you know, and that came off of the show. Our our love throughout last week's show built, 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 where we both realized, like, wow, we both really like George Kittle. We don't even really know why, but we do. And so, yeah. like, I was I was honed in. I had there. I was like, I'm playing Kittle, 
and uh, he went absolutely berserk. So that was nice to bail me out. Um, and your your big showdown win that was the Pats Bills game, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean the the weather was. I, I played that angle heavily. I uh, played all running and, backs. Dude, and there was yeah. such an edge in that game. So when I was looking. I was like, I was like, okay. So projections didn't know how. Like they they throughout the day, it was like all passing game was being projected in optimals, right? And yep. it was like still heavily project. Like they didn't adjust projections enough for what. Wild. And if you watch football, if you know, this is like where watch the, the games and knowing football yep. actually helps you in that game i was like wow this showdown slate there is a massive edge because i could care less about mac right uh, like Josh literally Allen, excluded him i didn't play, play mac at all yeah exactly. i was like i could care less about him i just want these run the patriots running backs and i don't care like you know like how if, even if they you don't know which one to play i'm playing them both right like <laughs> exactly get 40 and, carries uh, combined yeah and i was like i i i i uh hiked up the defense too in that one um yeah, I, I was I was gonna I was having a really good play until like the very last play, like. But uh, I I just didn't I still did pretty well. Nice. But uh, anyways, all right. Uh, I looked at over at the 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 game the blitz game factors and for for the most plays like I always do. Washington Dallas is coming in at the head of the the pack there for plays. Uh, Las Vegas Kansas City and Buffalo Tampa Bay right there. So those are the top three, and those match. They correlate perfectly with Brandon Thorne's up and pace article. So those are the three, three games that we should be targeting and probably will be the chalkier games too. Um, what was interesting to me was like the right there for plays was the New York Giants Chargers game right behind them. But the problem is, is that we don't really know what's, you know, Keenan Allen's out. Uh, is it, it's Glennon again, this, this, uh, probably. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's, I mean, things, could break your way if playing that game, but they also could go very poorly. But um, all right, let's start it off at quarterback top values and our main plays. Um, I'm again, I don't have a bunch of research done for this, but the plays that I liked at first glance here is Taysom is, is going to be the top value on the play overall because it's the Jets. And like I say, every week I would roster head chopper against the Jets. And he's only $28. So he's kind of the, the top value and the main play this week, right? Totally. That, that's that's the first guy I have listed in main plays and values. Twenty eight bucks, yeah. right? So, uh, I mean, we so we we know what he can do with his legs, and against yeah. the Jets, so it's, it's a recipe for success. Yep. And then I wrote down some gross value plays. If you really wanted to go there, it would be Jimmy G at twenty three. Um, I don't really want to do it, but I could see it working out for you, especially with the emergence of Kittle coming on strong. Um, Teddy Bridgewater twenty four. Um, again, it's because he's playing Detroit. I don't really want to do it, but it's a good matchup. Um, he his web, weapons are looking a little bit better, you know, with Judy back and Fant, and uh, actually having a competent run game. If they uh, don't go back, to, if Gordon doesn't, is is uh, Gordon going to play this week? I think so, and especially some of his yeah. comments about the fans not liking him. I think he's ready to go out there and play again. Uh, so, and they're just going to feed him probably. Yeah. Um, anyways, those guys. But the main plays, I, I kind of like the range, the higher range. And I, you know, starting when, when saying higher was uh, Taysom at 28 leading the way, going up to Josh Allen at 41, who's going to be pretty low owned in this bounce back spot. I think, well, he, actually, he's he's projected pretty high for ownership. I thought because of the 41 price tag that he would, wouldn't get much ownership, especially after last week. But that is the marquee game, so that does make sense. But Brady looks so playable at 34. Herbert looks playable at 34. I'm going to keep playing Russ. I know it's stupid. It's like you're. I'm. I'm betting against 
Pete Carroll running the ball every single week, but and uh, I keep losing. But um, at least all my rust stacks had Kittle as bringbacks last week, so that that worked um, somewhat. That'll get that, you that's, that, that's who I wrote down. Who are you, who are you focusing on this week? Yeah, I think Brady's got to be the main focus here, right? This is the cheapest we've got him all season, if I'm not mistaken. $34, right? Normally he's up in the high 30s, low 40s, and 28 and a half point team total, right? The marquee game. I think Brady's a fantastic play, probably the best uh, pay up option. And he's only six more dollars than Taysom Hill. So I think to me, the main lineup, I'm choosing between those two guys. Um, Herbert, you like, but the, and I like as well. And I think he's a value according to projections. The big issue there is obviously no Keenan, potentially no Mike Williams. We'll get to that in the receiver section, but, um, whether or not he's playing, uh, the giants and whether or not he's a value, obviously he needs his receivers to throw to it's, it's a lot different if he's throwing to Keenan and Mike Williams versus Jalen Guyton and like Joshua Palmer. So that definitely changes some things. So, and it's crazy to me that the blitz has, this as the most plays, like the fourth most plays because the char- the giants are 31st in DVOA versus the run. And who is worse? The one team that's worse behind them. It's the chargers at 32nd who just dare you to run all game. So this is two teams with good running backs in Austin Eckler and Saquon uh, against poor running defense. So you would just make sense that this, this game is just run, run, run from each angle. Right. I so, so. Uh, yeah. So maybe I, I lessen my love for, for Herbert here. And uh, certainly with Mike Williams back, he gets a little bit of a boost. But if Mike Williams is out, um, I mean, that's a really cheap pairing with like a Guyton or something, somebody, you know. But Eckler right. is going to get – Eckler, if he plays, which he should be, is going to get a just a ton of work. Yeah, Eckler, Eckler would be the big beneficiary. And we saw that last year when, when Keenan missed a couple of games and Eckler was the guy who benefited the most next to Mike Williams. So so Brady, Taysom, the two main plays. Allen, I think if you can get up to him, is a great play as well. And then for tournaments, um, some of those higher total games we mentioned. So you mentioned Jimmy G as a value. I like both sides of that game, obviously, with a higher total. Him and Burrow. Uh, Mahomes, right, if, if the win's not too bad there. And then I I like the the Washington and Dallas game. So if you can if you can envision that game scoring more points than than Dak and, and Heineke, I think are in play. Yep, uh, those would be my next guys. I was thinking about. Um, I probably don't have much love for any of the anybody cheaper like Matt Ryan this week. Huh. Um, yeah, yeah, like these guys are like Baker Mayfield's twenty bucks. He was he's like dead min price, but no no, I don't have much interest there. Lamar has just crushed me. I think I'm done with him. <laughs> it's been rough lately, dude. Yeah, 38 bucks, but uh, I, you know, he should be in play too. Um, and obviously Mahomes, but now with like some win concerns. But I mean, I say obviously Mahomes, but he, he's only had. Is it obvious week. anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. He's had one good week in the last six weeks. Um, uh, ironically, it was this matchup against uh, the the Raiders, so could could see it happening again i i i believe in this you know i may pound them to to uh, pound some futures before i leave here on the because i, I think they'll, they'll figure it out by the go ahead and pound those futures and uh send me the tickets i'll cash them for you when i'm out there for the super bowl so there 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 maybe i'll come for the super bowl too hey um, no. yeah all right let's uh let's move it on over to uh wide receiver uh who are pairing with these quarterbacks top values um again this is just because they're cheap plays. I wrote down Jarvis Landry at 15. I wrote down Hunter Renfro at 18. Um, I wrote down Jalen Guyton at 10, and he would get a huge boost if Mike Williams is out, I think. Uh, Landry is against Baltimore. Baltimore um, 
you know, this is a team that you, he, he had 10 targets. He did have 111 yards, didn't find the pay dirt in their last time they, they played. Um, but I could see him doing, you know, having a decent game for $15. He is the, the clear guy, at least uh, Hunter Renfro is obviously the clear guy, especially if Waller's not playing at 18. Um, those are the cheap guys I got. I didn't really have much interest in anyone else. Yeah, I think th- those are the clear guys, right? So like Guyton, uh, Landry, uh, Russell Gage too is $14, and he's shown a little bit more of a target share here in the last few weeks. Uh, I imagine Carolina focuses on Kyle Pitts once again. So Gage at 14 bucks is a good value. And then if we get Julio Jones back, he's $16. Yeah. He's practiced all week, and he, I guess they're expecting to activate him from injured reserve. So we thrust him into a wide receiver one role without A.J. Brown against Jacksonville. Uh, I think Julio – uh, his popularity will, will creep up as as Sunday's games approach. I've already lost so much money on Julio Jones throughout my DFS betting career that uh, well, just add it to the ledger this week. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's such a small piece; like, just it just doesn't really matter. So, uh, might as yeah, might as well uh, play him this week. Um, Chris Godwin, I had down for my main plays, twenty two bucks. Like, why? Why, why so cheap? It makes no sense, uh, especially uh, without Tre'Davious White. Um, you know, this Bills defense is vulnerable now, much more vulnerable than they were. They, they're a good defense for sure, right? But, um, you know, Tredavious White was a huge piece of that. Um, and uh, Stefan Diggs, 29 bucks. I mean, it's we're betting on, you know, a big, big bounce, bounce back here in the good weather against a team that you cannot run on. And all you can do is pass. And, you know, if the Bills are smart, they, like you said, they should just how many passing attempts are we going to get out of Josh Allen this week? Like maybe complete ceiling game for him, yep. you know? So love that. Uh, Mike Williams, if he's the the main guy without Keenan, 21 bucks. We did talk about some concerns about that game, but um, those are kind of plays. There's some other decent plays that I think you'll hit on, but who, who are you looking at? I mean, that's pretty much what I have, right? So Mike Williams at $21, if Keenan, uh, Keenan's definitely going to be out. If Mike Williams can continue to test negative throughout the weekend, he'll be cleared to play. And at $21, um, just a an imp- just an amazing play with Justin Herbert. Godwin, like you said, too cheap. Renfro, a main lineup consideration. Uh, Stefan Diggs, like you said. And then Tyreek. And I also wrote down DJ Moore. I don't think I could play him in my main lineup, uh, but the target volume is there. Just the, the quarterback efficiency is the big question. I think the, the the player pool for for your main lineup is pretty small and pretty tight for receiver this week. Um, but where it gets interesting, obviously, is the tournament options, and then you compare all these guys' uh, main weapons with the quarterbacks we talked about earlier, um, because all these guys are going to go way under owned compared to the guys we just talked about. Um, I'm also kind of interested at Tyler Lockett at 22 bucks too against of course, uh, of course, Houston. <laughs> And we're going to, we're already going to know what my favorite stack, at least where I'm, I'm going to end up on my favorite lower owned stack. Easy. Uh, just gave it away. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty small pool today. I did put all my entries in so I can edit them out here. I, I only, I'm only playing the baller. I was like really hard for me to like, I was like, should I enter all my main lineup action and just come out here and, you know, but and then I was like, I'm going to be up all night Saturday. I mean, hey, I'm going to be going to the UFC fights. That's awesome. I'm going to be, I'm going to be drinking probably, and then I'm probably going to end up gambling all night, 
and then I'm going to try to build lineups. I'm like, this is not smart. I'm going to be, you know, missing out on all my process usually. So, but I was like, I'm, am going to play this baller. So I got all my baller entries. So I'm going to be playing. I was going to say um, like, you're, you're, you're uploading your CSV at like 1259 every week. Anyways, I can't even imagine yes, what you're going to be doing in Vegas. So. No, no doubt. I'm going to end up with 150 of Russ one, one <laughs> Russ to lock. It's going to be the same lineup. Russ to lock it. Kittle coming or uh, whoever the hell they're, who are, Texans gonna bring it back with Brandon yeah, Cooks. There you go. Gonna be Brandon, it's gonna be Brandon Cooks. <laughs> uh, I, I can see it now. All right, um, running backs. Uh, we got some strong plays this week in the the like the lower range, right? Like the, the that usually that sweet spot, like that seventeen to twenty four range. Um, again, we usually do have some some plays every week. Last week we had tons of them as well. Um, my top value, I had Josh Jacobs at seventeen dollars. Drake is out, right? Yep, Drake is um, officially done. Done, donezo. And uh, KC 26 DBOA versus the run um, just, you know, it just makes a lot of sense. Plus the, the wind in that game. So, and, and I'm, a, I'm a, you know, Josh, it, it, Jacobs has the talent. It's just been the usage. That's always been the problem with him. So huge end zone threat. He's going to be chalky, but I like him. Saquon Barkley at 19. Like we said, Chargers 32nd DBOA versus the run. Seems like a home run. Ah, I wrote down Zeke for 20 and he's going to be massive chalk if, Tony Pollard is out. Um, I kind of, I don't, I don't know. I really don't want to play. I just think De- Zeke is dust, but um, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, but that's what I had for the values. And then for the main preferred plays, I had Eckler. Um, I want to get up to if I can, because I just see a monster workload. Lenny. Okay. I give in, I throw in the towel, <laughs> you know, he's, he, I'll play him. Uh, Javante. I want to play, but now with, uh, Gordon coming back that that puts damper on things but the the two two plays that I think that will really come on here at the later in the week I think Clyde at 20 is going to be interesting with this wind potentially um and then Jets Wilson at 14 seems like a home run uh as the main the main San Francisco back that's yeah so yeah, so I, I agree with all those plays. Josh Jacobs, way, 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 way too cheap should be one of the first guys you put in your lineup. And Kenyon Drake's out, but then Jalen Rashard was the other guy that was kind of impacting, has been impacting his passing game role throughout the last couple of seasons. He's likely going to be out again still on the COVID list. So now we just have Jacobs by himself, and he's you know he's set career highs and target shares and routes run the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, fire up Josh Jacobs. Um, Zeke, I'm, I mean, I think you have to play him, right? $20, one of the highest totals on the, on the week. Four-point favorites. They play fast. Uh, won't concede any t- touches to anybody else. So uh, I think you, you got to play Zeke at 20. I'm interested in CH as well. If that game does turn into a run heavier game as a 10 point favorite Eckler, uh, you have to play with no Keenan Allen, Alvin Kamara with no Mark Ingram uh, against the jets. And uh, I'll take your line from you. We'll play head chopper against the jets, right? So yes. uh, we'll, uh, we'll play Alvin Kamara certainly without Mark Ingram. Uh, Fournette's the other guy, obviously, in a great spot. And then Jeff Wilson at 14, like you said. So Eli Mitchell probably going to be out. Uh, Jamichael Hasty is, is there, going to take some passing game work. It's not as, as much of a slam dunk spot as the first Jeff Wilson uh, game we got, which he failed. I mean, that's not important, but, you know, his knee could flare up a little bit. That's been an issue with limited in practice. And then Hasty will take passing game work. So uh, not as yeah, as I, I wanted sorry to be, I but still. Home. Sorry if I said home run. He, he's it's it, there's risk there. It's just it's just like I want the San Fran, like the San Francisco back, and if he's I mean, going to be the San yeah. Francisco back, like I just believe in in Shanahan and uh, his ability to create create some good plays. But um, yeah, it could certainly fail. I mean, we he's done absolutely nothing on the season 
Um, he did have 19 attempts for 50 yards against the Jags, you know, didn't score. He's going to be touchdown. I mean, but it's going to be touchdown on a pennant. But if he if he just gets, you know, in, in there one time, then uh, at fourteen dollars should be. I mean, I'll be I'll be playing him for sure. I, I, I yeah. like the spot. I just think there's a there's a couple couple words to it and not as slammed up a spot as the first time he got the start. But I, I think that's I mean, it's very clear. Eckler and Kamara at the top and some of those mid range guys and then Jeff Wilson at the bottom. It's that it seems pretty simple. Yep. Um, any other, and and throw in you know mix in a little Cordero Patterson maybe or yeah some other guys like uh, Ty area. Johnson if you want a super cheap guy no Tevin yeah, Coleman yeah. no Michael Carter he's ten bucks ten bucks yep um, and uh, maybe Antonio Gibson in that game as a yes. little bit of leverage on the other side of off of Zeke if you're not playing Zeke um, yeah I mean Zeke, you know the thing with Zeke is like he was going to get a t- touchdown anyway they're going to give him a touchdown when he you know come in at the one yard line even right. if Pollard was playing. So I, I agree. I think you kind of have to play him. I just I just know he's washed, and he just makes that offense so so much worse when he's out there. You can just see it. It's like it's very clear. I, I, I don't understand how other people can't see it. Um, all right, uh, let's move it on over to tight end. Tight end here this week. Uh, top value plays. I mean, it, he's going to pro- he projects as a top value play. So that's what we'll say. The projected top value plays. Kyle Pitts, sixteen dollars. The guy has done nothing except for one week in a Jacksonville. Uh, or uh, was it? Where, it was the London was game, it? right? It was the London game. I was thinking it was Jacksonville, but it was the Jets. Yep. Uh, then he had one one uh, strong game against Miami. He has had a bunch of duds since then. The usage was pretty good last week for seven targets, you know, but only got 48 yards, only got, you know, no, no touchdowns. I mean, we have not seen any touchdowns in this guy. This guy has not gotten any red zone targets. Um much on this season so it's been a complete disappointment but um prices down again another they knocked another buck off him um could be the the perfect storm where the price comes down and he finally goes off and so it makes for a, at least an interesting play i think jared cook is interesting if mike williams doesn't suit up uh interesting anyway with no keenan but uh, interesting i'll say as a, uh, noah fant is someone i'll always consider playing in a range 15 dollars or below um, and he is 15 bucks. Uh, the main preferred play is the guy that we nailed last week in George Kittle at $23. Um, I have, and then I also wrote down the two interesting plays from there. Gronk, because he's Brady's go-to guys is the go-to game. Tough matchup. They have been absolutely um, really strong against defending the tight end, the, the Bills, but uh, I still think Gronk can get it done. And on the other side, Dawson Knox at 19, where Tampa's 24th in DVP versus tight ends. Um, Knox had a couple of, uh, of drops in the in the New England game, but it was cold weather. He now gets nice, juicy weather where, you know, he's had a really strong season. So uh, I can get behind that. It feels a little gross paying that 19 bucks when I've been paying like 10 to, to 12 bucks for this guy for, for years and or at least all last season and uh, some of this season, he was cheaper in earlier in the earlier parts, but uh, has earned it. So that's what I got. What do you got? Uh, so I think uh, Austin Hooper is one of the better values as well. Uh, David Njoku on the COVID list, Harrison Bryant ruled out. Hooper is the only uh, active tight end on the roster now. And uh, I think Baltimore is one of the, one of the, the worst teams when it comes to allowing production to the opposing tight end position and Hooper is really, really cheap. So I think, I think he'll end up being popular if people don't pay up at the position. Foster Moreau, he burned people last week, but I'm willing to go back to him at $13 uh, in a high total game. If Waller misses once again, uh, I think if, if you're looking for other uh, cheaper options, maybe Uzama, 
uh, James O'Shaughnessy maybe. But to me, I think it's it's a pay-up week, right? Gronk, Kittle, Andrews, Kelsey. I'm interested in all four of those guys. And uh, yeah, to me, I think Kittle, if Debo's out again, we're going to have to monitor Friday's reports to see if Debo is expected to come back. Uh, that will put a little bit of a cap on Kittle stealing if Debo does return. But, you know, four big plays at the top, I think all are interesting. Yeah, I should have mentioned Ayuk too for wide receivers. Oh yeah, think that he, you know, he he like it's like they finally went to him in the fourth quarter and he, in in that game when he it was just completely busting, right? Um, but like, and he looked great. I, I don't get it. But and what about a Foster Moreau bounce back? I'm I'm on it, man. I, I'm on board. I think everyone's gonna be, uh, especially with some of these other guys on the slate. I don't think anyone's gonna be interested in playing Moreau. And again, he's only thirteen dollars, and we've seen the the targets before. Just didn't happen last week. I, I, I'm definitely ready to go back to the well. Yep. All right. Uh, any last? Uh, oh, Ricky Seals Jones potentially. Uh, mm, no Logan Thomas, right? Here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that that's about it. But uh, all right, let's uh, let's close the, close it out with uh, our our top stacks. Uh, I'm gonna lean on you. I'm gonna only just give one stack, and it's gonna be it's gonna be that Russ to Lockett. I just think it's so clear that it's it's Lockett is is the the Russ favorite now. I don't know what's going on with DK. I'm kind of buying into the Adam Levitan narrative of like <laughs> he, no church uh, DK Metcalf or uh, you know no Bible study, but um, it, I mean it's just clear he's just he just hones in on Lockett, and so I'm I'm just gonna ride that until we find they finally both go berserk together. Get the brings back with Cooks. They're all reasonably priced. You can do whatever you want with your lineup from there. So that's going to be my uh, my lineup this week. But you have to give two since you're uh, picking up the slack for me since I'm in Vegas. Very fair. I think the easy stack for me, the preferred stack, is is Brady to his pass catchers or paying up to Allen. I actually think paying up to Allen's probably the better move in tournaments, right? Maybe you get a discount on ownership. Legit 50, 60 pass attempt ceiling. So, yeah, I think Allen's the, the best stack with Diggs or any of the other tertiary players on the Bills. For the, the grosser stack, I'll go with Jimmy G and, and the 49ers, right? Kittle, uh, Ayuk, very clear passing game weapons if Debo's out. If Debo's in, you pair him up with Debo. And a little bit of uncertainty in the backfield there, pivot away from there, go to the passing game attack. And uh, I think that's probably my favorite grosser stack. And I don't know if we have to t- talk about much more else. I know those Baccarat tables are calling your name, Chris, so uh, we can get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Um, everybody wish me luck uh, out here in Vegas. I had a profitable first night, but that's only the beginning. <laughs> you know, We know how quickly things can go down, but I'm Changes pumped quick. for the fights. I'm going to be betting heavily on your pre-show. You gave me a pick, Jillian uh, Robertson, inside the distance. So I'm going to go down to the sports book and place a heavy bet on there and i recommend that anybody who's listening to the show do the same and if we lose God. we don't really lose because we can just blame jester okay add me on twitter just send, send me the hate yeah. mail on twitter yes um and uh so uh, yeah thank you for uh picking up the slack this week let's crush and we'll be back again next week for week 15 week 15 so this has been the rg dfs tournament takes podcast we'll catch you next week